Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. Uh, My name is Richard Brown and as always it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. It's always a kind of a weird one when I'm doing these panel discussions because I've got four people looking at me going there's this guy doing his intro live and what a weirdo. But there we go. It's great to have you on the uh, show again today. This series is all about property core skills and today we're going to be talking about marketing. And so um, I've got some great uh, panellists joining me today. We've got Anthony Boyce, Paul Million, Craig Miller, and Ryan King. So, hello, gents. How are you doing? Good, thank you. All good. Good So, uh, as we normally do, we normally kick off with a quick introduction, just going around the room, so to speak. Um, Anthony, if you'd just like to lead us off, who are you and what you're all about in property? Sure. So I'm Anthony Boyce. I'm an architectural design business owner uh, by trade. Uh, I invest in buy-to-lets, HMOs, commercial to resi developments, uh, conversions, uh, a little bit of everything. I also um, co-host a networking event in the northeast of England. Um, Yeah, so pretty much property through and through, really. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate that. And uh, Paul? Hello there. So I'm Paul Millian, also from Darlington. I run the Property Thing Network with uh, Anthony Boyce. And uh, I also run the Property Developers Network Northeast, which is a white box um, thing. And uh, yes, I've been a landlord 30 years. And um, yeah, I've got a portfolio of single lets, HMOs, light industrial. And uh, yeah, we're going forward with some uh, commercial conversions, uh, apart hotels, uh, that kind of thing. So thanks for having me tonight. More than welcome. Good to see you again, Paul. And Craig. Craig doing? Craig yeah. Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not Craig Miller. Not Craig, Craig Mitchell. Craig Mitchell. Um, yeah, um, 20 years property. Um, my mind always goes blank when it comes to this. Um, 20 years property. Um Building now, building houses. I've got a portfolio of HMO single lets, commercial. Um, we specialise in commercial to resi refurbs. Um, I've got a lettings agency. Um, various bits and bobs, everything within property, really. Yeah, just keep enjoying and doing what. Yeah, sounds good. And um, if, if I'm not mistaken, you you've got a, a certain name or handle on Instagram. Is that right? Yorkshire Property Investor, yeah. Yorkshire Property Investor. I'm sure we'll come to that. Um, so thanks, Craig. Sorry, I got your name wrong. No, <laughs> I've been called worse. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Not good. But here we go. Thanks for, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And uh, Ryan, let's bring you in. Um, how are you doing? Yeah. Evening, Richard. Thank you for having me here. Uh, unlike everyone else here, I'm not a property investor yet, unfortunately. Um, I'm 24, currently an accountant, living in Hertfordshire. Um, but I do have a financial education platform called Making Money Simple across all the different social medias, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Um, part of that is some sort of property education. Um, but yeah, so no properties yet, but hopefully I can sort of come in from a different angle on this marketing chat tonight. 
Absolutely. Well, welcome everybody. I think different angles is probably what we're talking about, right? So, um, you know, I think Paul, for example, you started speaking when you know, I was talking to you about this episode. You know, we were talking about what is marketing, and um, I'm not going to answer the same question that you answered. But you know, what is marketing? Is, is you know, for just going around the table, what is people's definition of what marketing is, and particularly from a, a let's say a property perspective, what would you say? Say marketing is uh, living your values and putting your product across, whatever that may be. But I think there's lots of different angles of it. You know, as we spoke about the other day, it's not just about putting your own personal brand out there. It's about putting your own product out there and that of sometimes other people's products. And uh, yeah, I just think it's, uh, I'm actually quite surprised to be asked onto a marketing chat today, Richard, because uh, don't do a right lot of it, if I'm honest with you. But uh, I suppose the reason why you may have asked me on is because I do a, a bit of a personal brand, you know, with being part of the property thing with Anthony as well. And uh, we've become fairly popular in networking worlds. Um, but, you know, we haven't got hundreds of thousands of followers or anything like that. Um, not like, uh, you know, Craig has. Uh, I'm not sure about... Uh, I'm not sure about Ryan. Uh, he sounds like one of those young whippersnappers with a load of followings. But uh, again, we're just pretty organic, aren't we, Anthony? The way that we sort of put ourselves across there, and we get lots and lots of people to our uh, our meetings. Um, and I think it is about being organic. I mean, that's why Craig does so well on Instagram because he's just he's just 100 organic, and you can just see that he's just a genuine fella messing about on diggers and stuff. And that's what people like to see: building houses, etc. Being yeah. active, I suppose, with a bit of a laugh and a laugh and a joke as well. I mean, the the marketing side. I mean, to me, is is I suppose it is a deep a deep thing, really, when you think about it. I just post what I do, um, and if people get enjoyment from that, um, the lettings, obviously, the marketing within the lettings is. I don't have anything to do with it, but obviously, you've got to be out there and keep pushing the brand and your name and what you are. Um, but it's, um, yeah, for, for me personally, it's just that took off. There was no intention for it. So I just post what I do every day and, and put my spin on it and just be straight and upfront and, and honest and no bullshit, really. It's that's all I do with that. And that seems to work better than anything. Yeah. I'm saving it all up, just waiting for all of you to respond uh, and get the question answered and then, you know, perhaps a little bit of a summary, but um, there's some really good stuff already coming out. Yeah, I would just say marketing is ultimately matching buyers and sellers, but people really bind to people. So if I'm going to sell a book through my Instagram, people will buy it more because of me and because they support me and follow the journey over the years, rather, similar to what Craig's saying, really, rather than necessarily buying it just because um, like they want to, they buy into you, they trust you and what you sort of spread and your values. Um, so I'd say, yeah, a lot of if you can do it organically, it's probably easier rather than spending, I guess, loads of money on ads, paid ads, Facebook ads, and going down that route. But I say ultimately, yeah, it's just essentially matching buyers and sellers. Come on, Anthony. I was going to say, do I need to chip in? Yeah, well, it's, it's attracting people to either yourself or a service or a product that you're you're offering, isn't it? Um, I think just to echo what Paul has said, I mean, I, I don't see myself as a, a terrific marketer. Um, a bit like Craig, you know, myself and Paul, we we just go about property day to day as two property buffoons. You know, we <laughs> kind of, what was it? Um, I won't say the full title you use, but BFAs, uh, apes, basically. We, we just 
crack on, have a laugh, um, and sort of people seem to to like what we do, really. So, um, sort of as Ryan was saying there as well, it's uh, it's kind of organic growth uh, rather than uh, paying for clicks and that kind of thing. Um, I, I think that's the best way of promoting yourself personally. I think um, without being big-headed as far as Anthony and I are concerned, and, and Craig as, as well, it's like we'll 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 stop to help other people big time. And I think I think it's it's not that we're out there to get what's it called? Uh, no, no like and trust. It's not that we necessarily are desperate to get known, liked and trusted. Um, apart from in our own sort of little circle of people. I mean, you know, we get we get a hundred people to our networking events and we do a creeping circle of death. Uh, which means everyone's got to say 20 seconds about themselves. Like if, if we get any more people in the room, um, we, uh, you know, we, we're going to struggle with that. It's going to be ended up taking an hour. So, you know, we, we're now looking for ways of, well, how can we help more people? Um, and we've got 2,000 people, I think, on our Facebook page, which we've actually kept to a, a bit of a minimum. We haven't just left all and sundry in there. You know, we didn't necessarily want to be one of these massive property pages with, uh, you know, 36,000 people on there or anything like that there's no need for that we'd rather just help a, a smaller bunch of people and um, just be a bit more organic like that I mean the opportunity that comes from that is um, is more than we'd ever need anyway you know so I don't see there's a point in thrashing our market in left right and Chelsea for the sake of what you know just creating ourselves another job we just exist nicely in our own little ecosystem don't we yeah, a few people have mentioned the word organic um, already, but you know it's interesting because I'm, I'm listening to to you talk about being organic, and I guess the translation of that would be probably just being what human and connecting with other humans, um, so you've kind of got some sort of relationship almost, right? Um, rather than putting a bot out there who's doing ads and then just getting a bunch of clicks and followers and you know something robotic, you know that's not very human, is it? So, and if you're talking about having, relatively speaking, small group, 2,000 is quite a lot to remember all their names, by the way, but, um, uh, as I can vouch for. <laughs> you know, a lot of regulars. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think the other thing is, um, you know, it's an exchange that, that Ryan talks about, isn't it? Somebody buys something, somebody sells something. So you, you, you have this in exchange, and marketing is a way that makes that exchange work, makes it possible. You know, you, you tell someone, hey, I've got something. And then the other person says, hey, I need something. And uh, and you put the two together. But I think I'm picked up basically, and, and you are all here by design, um, because um, you're not, from what I can understand, and I don't know everybody's e exact um, approach, but you're very human in the way you go about things. And, you know, I think it's kind of, it's very relatable. Uh, so there's a lot of people who are in property uh, they might be just starting out, for example, and they're probably thinking, well, you know, I can't go and commission an ad agency, you know, to spend £10,000 on, you know, whatever, a logo, for example, um, looks like a half-eaten apple. And, um, you know, it's about putting yourself out there, isn't it? And just being human and, uh, you know, starting to build a relationship with other people. And out of that relationship, things could come. So I think you know is that that's is that right about the organic thing? Is that what you mean? Is it? I think I think from from my point of view personally is that I just I like to help people anyway. It gives me it gives me validation. What I don't want to do is for everyone who comes into into my view or onto my page or to our networking events 
we're not trying to sell anyone anything. We Anthony and I only set up the property thing because of the fact that other PPNs and PINs had closed down in the northeast, and all of a sudden now we were enjoying networking, and it and it didn't happen anymore. So we set up our own group, which has ended up being real popular. And um, we don't try and you know apart from taking. 20 people, 20 quid off people to come to the networking event and 40 quid for a site walk around, which is about a fifth of the cost of other people's site walk rounds, which goes into the overhead projector fund <laughs> where we might buy ourselves some sausage fingered uh, capable technology for us old uh, tech buffoons. Um, we, uh, yeah, we don't look to make money out of people like that, but we do get good opportunity for it. You know, we're not, we're not saying we don't look out for a bit of opportunity, but we, we help tons and tons and tons of people. And if we get to ask the universe for, for people to help us when we need, like, a QS, or can someone help us with this problem, or can even someone help that person with that problem? You know, it's just uh, it's just all part of being a bit of a, again, organic, um, happy family, really. And because of that, we end up coming into contact with people like Craig. You know, I could say to Craig, oh, Craig, can you come up and do a chat next week? Or yourself, Richard, you came up and did a, a great chat. <laughs> He's shaking his head. Um, I will yeah, never do that. Just, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, to be able to call upon people and the power of the network uh, has been fantastic. I mean, some of the stuff that we, we've shared, Richard, in the past, like little hints and tips, oh, if you're off down there, I've just seen your post, go to so-and-so, so-and-so while you're there, or get that book, or listen to this. Or It's just all part of a really sort of wider, brighter network, which I know is getting off market in a little bit, but it is, it is all about the organics, 100%. I'm glad your organics are in order. Um, <laughs> get back onto the marketing then because you know i've got this quote um robert louis stevenson i think that's how you say his name properly um everybody lives by selling something um what do you think of that yeah to sort of like echo that a little bit there's a really good book called never split the difference and that book sort of says that everyone like everything is a negotiation whether you're like trying to cross the road or get a girlfriend or get a job or whatever you're trying to do you're always trying to sort of uh, negotiate something and i guess that's similar really similar to that quote saying everyone's trying to sell something you always got to try and sell yourself to get in a position you need to be and ultimately you've got to market yourself market your business market your new product market your property investment group whatever it is um you've got to make one of people want to come for some reason and by probably if they pay even for free you've got to sort of market it and sell it in some way that people then want to turn up and come and support you yeah, I think, you know, this is probably going to split opinion, isn't it? Because um, there's probably a lot of people don't like the idea of selling, you know, and think of it maybe as a bit of a dirty word or something. But, you know, I put that quote out there deliberately because it's a bit provocative. Um, you know, what do you, what do the rest of you guys think? Ryan, you obviously buy into it a bit, never split the difference. Um, what about the rest of you guys? Everybody uh, lives by selling something. I mean, for me, I think the art of selling is to is to not sell. Um, so, I mean, going back to what Paul was mentioning before, um, you, you know, when certain people are out to sell something, like BNI members and things like that, you know, they're very, uh, it, you, you know why people are recommending people and things like that. I guess why uh, people come to people like Craig uh, and, and Paul, it's, you know, people just like them. Uh, you know, we're saying about organic Um and being human, I guess that's probably uh, the best, well, in, in my eyes anyway, the best way of marketing yourself. Um, if you haven't got something to sell, you, you you don't feel like you're being sold to, you kind of gravitate towards them. Um, yeah, I think that's my <laughs> view on it. I don't think I've ever sold anything. It's when people 
I've seen people fishing for investors and stuff, and and that's what they're constantly pushing. I think over the, I think it's about four or five years since I mainly pushed Instagram. I've left Facebook just because there's too much noise, too much. I don't say probably negativity, just. I don't know anger or what it is. People just jump on people's back and it's bullshit. Whereas Instagram for me, it's been a bit more gradual, but I've not oversold it. And I've had, I've never asked for an investor. I did recently just to try it with a friend. So look, this is how easy it can be, but it takes this long to build it up. Um, I've had people come to me, say, I've got this amount of money. Can you do anything with it? I've seen your projects. But, and that's just been consistent with posting what I do. I've never once asked for it. Uh, I mean, I think at a minute I'm a, about, Probably about 1.4 million in in with investors. Um, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. But I, I said to a friend, "Watch, I'll put it out. I need hundred thousand over a term of whatever it was over a return, and watch, watch." And my phone did light up over the next couple of days. I got probably 10, 10 messages with more info, and it's 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 that it's a gradual thing. And I think people just assume in our game, it's. Um, it's an instant thing and, and it hasn't been for me anyway and it's never been something I've set out for. The hardest mm. thing for money, I think, is, um, yeah. It's powerful, isn't it, a big following? You and I had a conversation one day, Craig, and we did a bit of an experiment, I think, where you tagged me in something and I tagged you in something and, like, yeah, I've only got 700-odd followers on Insta. But, uh, you know, I got, like, a 100 followers overnight just off tagging you in and that's what it's about, isn't it? If you want to increase your following, it's consistency in posting, yeah. tagging people in and following other people. I will, I will, I will lay around the pool in Cyprus from your wife, and I think I followed 800 and I had 400 followers, and I said to her, I'll tell you what, I'm going to try this and just post what I do, and gradually, it's, I mean, it's just short of 10,000. I mean, I, why people follow me, I don't know. It's, um, I mean, I put content, I like to put value, but I always try and be me and... and I've, I've never once asked for anything. It's mm. um, I've just set in a coffee shop up, um, and that's I'm going to be selling. But I'm going to be selling cake and sausage sandwiches and uh, and stuff like that. But hopefully that again they sell themselves. Um, but it's yeah, it's an hard one with with the marketing. I just think oh god, I've never done it. I've bought when you open it up. I do it every day. Put it on a on a different way, my banners are everywhere in my local area. I make sure if there's a fence, I go and speak to owner. Can I stick a banner up? Can I get this? Can I advertise that? I speak to everybody and I make it my business to know who's in my area. I know who the businesses are, who owns the businesses. And and again, that's probably all marketing, putting myself out there. And That's that not like known trust though, isn't it? But obviously, please don't forget to mention your reliable Robin. <laughs> She's not running at the moment. She's had a bad winter. Um, and never got it going. Summer. It's been summer, mate. <laughs> oh, man, Newcastle. It's a different ecosystem. It's uh, a cracking little market. I mean, it turns ads. It's, um, I've just set a few more ads on. Um, so I'm struggling for vehicles, so I need to get it back going. And I'm quite happily driving around in, in a Robin Reliant. And you've got to have a cordless drill with you because the gearbox drops out, so you've got to be able to screw it unscrew it when you're at a traffic light. <laughs> it's, is that uh, like a trotter? Is that a trotter? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sprayed it black and sticked it up with LJ and Key. It's got an old wooden ladder, an old roof, rusty roof rack and step ladder on it and fairy lights. I've just put some fairy lights around it. 
but the idea is it breaks down everywhere, it just gets parked up. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's just one of them where I've chucked. I mean, it's probably cost me a couple of grand, but it's wherever I park it, somebody will roll it over. Um, it's just <laughs> for banter. It's, but it gets people talking. So just a bit of fun. Just to go, I mean, we're kind of the, the, the Robin or the Instagram or things like that is, you know, what I call marketing channels where you say stuff. Or, or communicate but I think before that we were we sort of talking about you know just tell people what you do or show people how you live or just be natural right so is that what pretty much most people here do or is there a slightly different take on it from different people well I, I prefer Facebook to Insta I think I think Insta I think it's what I've there grown I think, I think you nail Instagram I think I always said that I think uh, with what the amount you do and what you do, I think you, I think you nail that. I think I think you're above you're above me. Well, you are above me with your knowledge and your content of even over ten years on me. Um, and I've always said it suited you. As soon as I saw you on, but you you just seem to dip in and out. I do dip in and out. I'm, I'm I like to write. I like to write what I'm thinking. Like with Insta, you don't get that much. You do. Really I think it's, it's the picture of pulling it in, and then it's it's the content you put with it. Um, and I think you get a lot of engagement. Certain posts I've done. Um, I mean, I know what pictures work and what don't. As weird as it is, a picture of an house works better than a picture of me. Um, picture of my dog and stuff. It, there's certain stuff that ticks and gets people engaged. But yeah, in your wording and how you word and how you go off on a fairy tale. Is, How do you find it, Craig, for um, getting employees and stuff like that? I've, I've had some real good uh, employees and uh, business great. partners from... I get a lot of trades people constantly yeah. asking for work and if we have a... Yeah, I mean, that is... I don't, I don't really get lads that way. Um, but I do get a lot of people um, basically buttering me up to try and... If there's any work coming up, can I think of them and stuff like that? Right. I think we've had this conversation before. You get a lot of newbies. How did I start? Where did I, and it's hard. I mean, if you put a post on about, I mean, you might get 20, 30 messages and then to sit and go through them with a young family and it's hard sometimes to get back to everybody. So occasionally I'll put a post. I'm not ignoring it. It's just hard to... And I didn't set it up for that. I didn't set it up to be... I think we said before, but we, we felt as though we're getting milked constantly for as knowledge and we don't get anything for it I mean it's I don't mind the odd bit it's hard sometimes just to throw you need to throw hours and hours at, at helping and uh, you've done the great thing we've set a group up I just I haven't got time or I just haven't got time really we um, what I've got on but that's you know there's some interesting things coming out here because we're starting to talk about the channels and there was a debate Paul you'd be really good at Insta I mean, I'm not sure I'd be good at Insta because I like writing but we're going to come, you know, that is about the channel and picking the right channel that works for you. Mm. So, you know, Instagram is known as, you know, very much a, a visual channel, isn't it? It's um, a lot of graphics, a lot of photos, a lot of short videos, stuff like that. And then Paul's just said that I, I like writing and, and he, he can probably do both, but, you know, maybe there's other platforms where writing, you know, is better suited. You know, I'm, I'm more of a writer myself, for example. So, you know, I tend to... Do we have any TikToks on them, too? Because I don't. Say that again, sorry? 
TikTok. I think everybody, a lot of it is visual, isn't it? And this. I use TikTok, yeah. I have a TikTok account. Yeah, I've, I've tried, but I. I think TikTok's probably the. Realistically, if you want to sort of go viral or get a lot of reach and engagement, TikTok is the best platform by like a million compared to the other ones because you can post something and then overnight it can literally get hundreds of thousands of views, thousands of shares, particularly if you put sort of like a funny spin on it, maybe like try and make it a bit quirky, a bit unique. Um, it then just gets shared around like mad. Because I know a lot of property people have um, been chucking a lot of time at it, but it's, again, it's, I've, 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 I suppose it's like starting again, isn't it? I just, probably like you, Paul, where you just think you've nailed Facebook. I'm, I'm happy in that place there I, I'm I'm happy on Instagram and then venture over but I know they've they've changed the reels and everything on Instagram so it's similar into it with TikTok yeah well, that, I mean that's one thing you could do you could make an Instagram reel and then just repost it to TikTok and then you've already made it for Instagram so you can sort of crossbreed it and use it for other social media platforms yeah, yeah. and he's telling what you do uh, telling people what you do as well I, I'm actually on the lookout at the moment well as well as for a project manager I'm on the lookout for uh, a screenager you know, like um, uh, social media kind of wizard who will just kind of look after everything from start to finish because I've, I've been told that I'm very good at mincing and doing silly things on videos for uh, property. And in that respect, uh, I'd probably do all right on TikTok. Well, I mean, you know, I don't mind making a bit of a sausage of myself every now and again, um, but not totally forced. I think, I think, uh, you know, I think uh, a lot of people do it in a kind of completely forced manner. Um, you know, just in order to get that those laughs, but uh, you know, you can sort of do that in a bit of a more natural way, and and especially I think if you bring in learns to people, I think that's what part of this organic thing is about. It's about not just sort of telling people what you do necessarily, but if there's an education in there, if there's a, a sound bite of education in there for everyone that they can take with them, and you know, fair play. So we'll have to set each other a challenge, won't we? We'll have to uh, we'll have to get some of us on TikTok and. Uh, what have you? Sure. Report in in a week. See what. See how we've got on. I'm going to fall off my digger or something. Let's just bring Ryan, bring Ryan into it again because um, one. I know Ryan. You said you don't actually uh, invest in a property right now, but you're, from what I can understand, you're you know monetizing the platform you're you're on, making money simple, and eventually I think you'll probably be able to strip out money to put to invest in your properties along with your other activities, but. Um, what I like about what you do is you do have these, you mentioned quirky uh, sorts of snippets and stuff like that. I remember famously watching the, the ones where you got the dogs running around the kitchen and they're like doing handbrake turns, if you can imagine, running around the kitchen counter and stuff like that. So how, is that something you deliberately do? You try and find quirky or funny types of things to include in your messaging? Yeah, so a lot of my content is fairly sort of like simple, straightforward financial education, investing sort of pieces, trying to get people to invest. But what you're referring to there is when I post memes. So I obviously use Twitter and social media just personally. Whenever I see sort of a funny video or funny picture, I almost try and think about how I can then put like a funny investing or personal finance spin on it. And if I can, I'll then, yeah, share that on Instagram, TikTok, wherever it is. Um, and then that's sort of one way, I guess, with like the different social media channels, you're really just almost trying to get people to sort of get onto your page. Because then once they're on your page, you can they can sort of see what you're about, what you're sharing. So they find me for a meme, then see my TikTok or Instagram and realize I'm just sort of trying to, I'm just sharing what I invest into, how much I invest per month, 
what platforms I use, what a pension is, how what how different types of ISAs work. I guess I'm sort of using them sort of like quirky bits and then like memes and sort of funny videos to then sort of bring people in to almost help them. A bit like Paul was saying, really, just help them get started with investing. At the moment, yeah, it's in the stock market, but hopefully over time, as I monetize it more, I can then, yeah, start making some money and use that for property investing. Yeah. And and just a quick shout out on you. Um, I don't want to embarrass you or anything, but, you know, what's your sort of follow account at the moment on, I know Insta's one big one, but I think yeah. TikTok as well, perhaps. Is it puts to shame? Uh, Instagram's 40,000. Actually, that literally yesterday. Uh, and then TikTok's about 35,000. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. And that's, you know, I know you've been focusing on that, what, about a year or two, Max, something like yeah, that. Yeah, a bit similar to what Craig was saying. That's sort of been years in the making. I mean, Instagram's been two and a half years where I've pretty much been uploading daily. I've got about 700 posts now on Instagram. TikTok, been there for about 18 months. I've uploaded hundreds and hundreds of videos. On TikTok, you can do this thing as well where people leave a comment. You can then reply directly to their comment, answering their questions, which a lot of them sort of videos will hardly get any views, but I've been making hundreds of videos and sort of over time, just like anything really, the compound effect is sort of slowly built up to where now I've got some decent numbers. Um, but yeah, still sort of very much in its infancy and just sort of trying to grow it and build up the platform over time. Yeah, and coming back to Craig, I think, you know, you were saying, Craig, that it, it, it's not easy. It takes time. Uh, it takes time to reply to everyone and it takes time to, you know, put stuff online and you've got to be fairly consistent about it. Is that is that fair to say? Mm. I mean, that I, I got to a point where I try and post every day. Um, but I think that since I've started this bleeding new build, um, my mind is fried and um, I've been struggling. I may have a lot of content because all I do is take a lot of pictures just to document, just to give me a, a bit of a boost every now and when I feel as though I ain't done anything. Um, but it's, yeah, the consistency of it is I tried twice a day, but you you tend to make yourself a job then trying to make sure you're, you're keeping stuff in front. Um, but yeah, it's um, cons- definitely consistency and just... Mm-hmm. I think a good thing about the social channels, similar to what Craig was saying earlier on as well, is once you sort of have them for a few years and build up a following, you can just leverage them. Um, so you're sort of giving out loads of content for free. Um, and obviously Craig was saying he's got investors and people want to work for him. With me, it's not at that point at the moment, but I'm able to sort of like put up a story. If anyone can design my ebook, my new ebook cover, if anyone knows any accountants, like I'm looking for a specific sort of question for someone a friend's got a question I know the answer I can post it on my story and I'll get loads of responses and sort of leverage that and people will sort of want to give back because you've helped them over the years and then you sort of leverage that following to then help out yourself or sort of people who have questions that need answers from and you can use your following to do that when it comes to your property journey mate with 40,000 followers you probably get some pretty uh, cheeky um, crowdfunding going on there hopefully <laughs> yeah you can yeah, there's be a lot of people in there that would be um, you know maybe willing to JB you know do you manage them yourself then or is you know like craig was saying there you know it can become or even for me i've i've got i've just had a look 203 followers on instagram so beat that boys um but yeah making content it does seem like a chore sometimes so if you've got that many followers you know do, do you outsource it you do, do you film it yourself you know what what, what do you do how, how do you kind of get into that routine of posting yeah i do it all myself at the moment i sort of don't out, i think ideally if I was able to make enough money from it, I would then outsource it and free up some more of my time. Um, but I think the one thing I mentioned earlier on that I do quite a lot is sort of like cross, uh, like sort of breed the different pieces of content. So if I tweet something, 
I can then screenshot that tweet and put it on Instagram. I can then make like a 30 second TikTok explaining that tweet in more detail. If it's something more complicated, like a setting up a workplace pension, I can then make like a five or 10 minute YouTube video on it. So I sort of try and sort of like, yeah, use the same bit of topic for several pieces of content. Um, but I think, yeah, it's sort of one of the things where you sort of got to put in a big shift in the evenings after work between like sort of seven and whenever you go to bed. And it was quite, it was easier over lockdown doing that when we couldn't do anything. It's a bit harder now that things have reopened again. Um, but I think you just sort of got to find the time to do it. And I think if you're interested in it, like I'm interested in investing in the stock market, like you guys are interested in property while you host events, then you sort of find the time to do it. And then over time, build that following. Um, and then over time, sort of extend to different social networks to try and reach more and more people. So Anthony, come on, we didn't mean to embarrass you by you admitting that you've only got 207 or whatever it was followers on Instagram. I know you've got more on other channels. Um, so I've seen you quite a lot on uh, LinkedIn, for example, uh, with your with your cheeky videos and your tr- and your extending pole thingy. Um, actually, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> Just explain what your extending pole thingy is all about. Well, I've, I have a selfie stick, Richard. That's probably That's why it. I've only got two hundred and three followers on Instagram because they've seen my selfie stick. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you you do post. Um, I've seen your posts, and you do like your latest project sort of thing. And this is what we're going to do. And you do the walk around, and then you'll share a uh, a design. Um, you know, you talk about. I've seen you talk about different ways in which you've structured deals. You know, do sort of land JVs, and you know, uh, planning uplift types of gains. See, I'm paying attention, uh, but most I've seen you mostly on link, LinkedIn. I think um, so, but. But maybe you're posting every, everywhere, but I just happens to see you on LinkedIn. So where are you posting and what sort of things are you doing? I think you must be my only follower then. That's probably why you're seeing me. But uh, no, I guess, I mean, I have this internal struggle, you know, yeah. as Craig mentioned with Facebook, you kind of go, well, I go through cycles of um, sometimes the, the negativity and things kind of get on top of you. Um uh, I need to, I guess, do what Ryan's doing. So me and Paul are guilty of um, maybe putting out posts that are too long for cross-pollination um, between social media. So when we do a, a Facebook post and it's a it's a long article, it's a long uh, it's a long post. LinkedIn kind of stifles your ability to copy and paste, which is frustrating and it needs rewriting. Um, I, I mean, I guess the, one of the last videos I did on YouTube was a, a good 30 minutes long. So it's, uh, I guess it's probably me trying to get my head around how, how I can carve this up to put it on different platforms, which, which would be beneficial. But I mean, for me as well, another thing I always wonder about is, I mean, I haven't got as, as big a following as, as some of them on here, but how, how much, how much work do you want? Um, I'm already quite busy um, with the small following I've got. So I don't really want to push it out too much because uh, I, I don't want to be dealing with 25 people a day in, in messages and and that kind of thing. So I, I don't know. Um, are you guys, I put it to you guys, are you not too scared of getting too big? I mean, I'm already getting JV investors and uh, attracting investment and that kind of thing with the minimal content I'm putting out. Are you guys uh, flooded with offers? Are you too busy um, <laughs> replying to people? I know Paul is. Uh, Craig's mentioned as well. I, I sometimes think, why the fucking hell am I doing it? <laughs> what do I need? Because I don't need any money. I don't need any work. I don't need... We're self-efficient. We do his own stuff now. It's. 
and I, I do sometimes when I feel as though I've got a poem, like why am I do why am I doing it? Um yeah, it's bizarre sometimes. But when I get think, do you not think one day though, Craig, you might, you know, if you could make a pound a month out of each one of those people that are on your, you know, if you had a YouTube channel that was sub subscribed to or something like that, that you would give good content to. You know, like proper learning content, the facts and figures, sharing the facts and figures with your... Uh... Everybody goes on with property and, and and I'm probably going to sound a bit daft here, but I've never done this for money. I've never done property for money. Of course. Yeah, no, I know you haven't. I think that's what people find, um, find you know, it. the attraction is... is they that, are. You're not, you're not out to prove anything. I mean, you just, you know, you're just being it's yourself. What I do. An hobby's turned into something that I never, ever thought it would do. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do something called Real Property People on a Tuesday night, and it's just a, a free Zoom. There's no, you know, I don't record it. What what goes on in Real Property People stays in Real Property People, and it's just a, a yabber. You know, sometimes we'll have a, a special guest on. We'll talk about SAS pensions, or we'll talk about pain points in property. You know, I, I talk about I, I, the other week. I talked about uh, some guy that smashed my house up and threw himself out the front window onto a pile of furniture that he created. And uh, you know, in thirty years of being a landlord, that was my worst experience. But it's it's good, you know. And pe people ask me at the end, you know, stay on for ten minutes, solve their property problems, and it's all it's all just good provenance for when I need to ask them about something or. You know, there the, the, the might be sort of a cross pollination of, of skills, or you know, it's just. The opportunity—it's like building your power team, if you like. From all of my employees, off the tools, all of my office staff have come from networking meetings, my network, you know, social media, that kind of thing. Because you just get to ask a massive audience. That's where it's been really powerful for me. I mean, all the the property friends I've got—it's like you guys here now—it's all been through social media. Yeah, it's, it's 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 brilliant for that. I've met so many really good friends where. You can ask a daft question now, whereas years and years ago, I'd, I'd, uh, like you can find anything out now. I think with all this technology and, and stuff, I used to have a a, a B and Q book at back of my van, how to do stuff, you know, different. It's bizarre how how, how it's come about, but the so the 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 one of the main things I think for the social media is is the the friends that AL's created and and the journeys you get to see them go through. Is is really good. So I, that's probably another good point where I could never dip away from it because I like to see what people are doing and and uh, yeah, help when I can. Um, and I do a lot still. Um, still do random walkthroughs in my area. And um, if I feel somebody's needing a, um, I mean, you know Sarah, don't you, Sarah Tuba? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's. She were annoying me, annoying me in social media and texting me. I said, look, I said, I ain't got in time. Just come to my office, sit in my office and follow me, be a shadow. And she did that for a year. Um, and she's doing really well from it. It's, um, it's You do get stuff from it. Mm. So, yeah. it's, a, it's a give and a get, you know. And I think um, one of the best ways to get is to give. Mm. You know, so, you know, I think nearly all, nearly, well, all of you, are very big givers. And I think, you know, if you get something back in return, you're, you're thoroughly deserved. Um, and so I just wanted to come back. You know, you're talking about the whole, you said cross-pollination, which is interesting. But, I mean, repurposing content, which Ryan was talking about. We've taken a taken a tweet to Insta, to TikTok and all that stuff. Um, I've got a, a Gary V. You've heard of Gary V? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Vee, you know, um, he's he's a master at this, right? And uh, he talks about, is it 14 pieces of content a day or something? But he doesn't literally produce 14 different pieces of content a day. He normally has one big piece and then he slices it up and then he distributes it out to the different um, platforms. Uh, he's now got a team of people who help him do that um, because it's, uh, it's an awful lot of work. Um, but that whole repurposing thing, but... So you can go broad and go across different platforms and repurpose your content on those different uh, platforms. But I think to start with, it's probably more advisable to stick with your, you know, stay in your lane sort of thing, stick with what you you know, what you're comfortable with. You know, when Paul, you said earlier, I like writing. Well, stay with writing for, for now. And then you can expand, you know, into other forms of media later on, perhaps. So anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. And if you want the, um, I've got a, a deck that he produced. Uh, if you're interested, Anthony, I'll gladly share it with you. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, no worries. So we've got. Um, why do we do it? <laughs> Sometimes we're questioning ourselves. Um, where do we do it? And we're not talking about dogging. Um, uh, and you know, I think equally, you know, it's like, well, um, you know, what, what's it all for? And um, you know, what what what's working for people right now? And you know in terms of marketing but a lot of us are talking about social media i've noticed that but are people doing other things besides social media and getting you know clients or investors or tenants or things like that what are people doing that's working right now i mean go on great i i shoot my area with every type of thing i can do um boards banners roundabouts um i just do that in my area i don't we don't do any any paper, uh, yeah, for tenants and stuff is just utilising banners and areas on good roadsides and um, just keeping the name in the area of that. If they're thinking they need a room, it's LJ and Key. Um, I'm cha- I have been doing a lot of advertising for landlords, which I've now stopped and we're focusing more on now finding houses. We buy houses and then they can be passed to landlords Um it just it's it's more lucrative that way. Bringing a landlord in, uh, property is three hundred pound a month, say signing them up. Whereas if we source a good property, we don't do many, but if we do one a month, two grand, um, and we sign it up, so it's two thousand three hundred. Um, so the my main focus now is 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 we buy commercial land um, and stuff like that, and we get a lot from from that. I mean, I put three signs up on my site, and we've got about. I think it's just shot of four acres of land we've got in a pipeline where locals have said, I've got this bit of land and, and stuff. Just people commuting and passing and seeing it. Um, so, yeah, I, other than the banners and and I suppose in a way the free, it's free, cheap, easy changes, whatever the banner is, um, they've been really good. Um, direct vendor letters, um, we do a lot of that just through Nimbus, going through, clicking through Nimbus, Seeing what companies on what, and 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 just logging what every house is, and and spending money on sending letters out, um, yeah, and that's that's pretty much what we do really within within that little world. Well, that that's pretty good answer to be honest with you already. So, uh, but just one quick one before we move, you know ask the other people uh, about what they're doing that's working. You know your letters. Do you? Do you personalise them? Do you handwrite them? Do you do anything unique? All, un, all unwritten. I mean, I, I try and get stuff to make sure they try and send 10 out a week. Um, and then, but it's 
because with the tenancies, they tend to know when they've been signed up and a rough idea when they can be running out. So it's just a, a footfall letter. There's one letter don't do. You need to be every six months, nine months, even a nice Christmas one, tell them what we're doing. We just try and be a bit more. We're just building that database of who rents and what in this area. So I want to know every letting agent, what stock they've got in my area, um, and just find out what are to let. So you can be a bit more active with them then because you know you know every single i know pretty much every single hmo in area um so yeah it's 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 we're active on that front not on a massive scale just again just steady away just drip feed um to buy, to buy the details i think it's three or four quid in it on on, on registry so i just sell, sell the girls do so many a week and log it all so that we do colored envelope with um an unwritten no but it's um there's always you always have paper and pen in a van or a car. I tell staff if they see something, write it and post it. They work really well. Then we just well ink still wet. Good stuff. Well, um, what about everybody else? What's working at the moment? That's a really good answer, Craig. Thanks, mate. Well, I've, I've, I mean, I've just re rebranded. I guess um, just changed the logo and the colours. Um, and a couple of times, people have just come to me just due to that. So um, that seems to work. Um, what have I done? I mean, I've just just put a board out on the local football team, Darlington FC. Yay! Um, so I'll see what comes of that. That was literally a week or two ago. Um, I'm going to get a, a lease car and get that stickered up. Um, what else have I done? Uh, yeah, but I've, I've had two people come say uh, to me just saying I, I really like the brand or the logo. I like I like your crack basically as well, uh, just through the networking. So I wouldn't say I'm as aggressive as maybe Craig is with with marketing, but it's just I suppose getting your your brand or your colours or just awareness out there. Um, I think a lot of my stuff does come from obviously my association with the property thing and Paulo. Um, people get to know me from um, like you say the minimal content I do put out uh, and and meeting me in in person. I, I guess that's probably how I do a lot of my marketing. It's just face to face with a pint in my hand and having a chat really. Yeah, I think it's quality rather than quantity. And 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 I know what you mean by not being as aggressive as Craig because you haven't actually told us what your brand is, Anthony. Rocky Architectural <laughs> Services. Yeah, I'm not terrible at actually promoting. Very high quality. Um, <laughs> I think God, I think I'm I'm going even further down the other way. I think the best marketing that I do is just by doing just by doing even site walkarounds for twenty people, um, because you get into impart your intrinsic and in-depth knowledge, if I do say so myself, into because I've been doing refurbs for 30 years and being able to take someone through that process from absolute start to finish. You know, Anthony will pick three of our current projects in Darling and, and take 20-odd people around them talking about the planning implications, the, uh, you know, the refurb implications, structural movement, absolutely everything from start to finish, and they get four hours of excellent content. And I found that that, I, didn't, I wasn't expecting it necessarily to be. I, know, I knew it was a good a good thing to you know to recycle and put out there on social media but actually from the people in the room if you like or on the walk around the amount of feedback that you get like oh you know could you give us a hand with this could you recommend someone for that um you know would you would, would you mentor me kind of thing i mean we don't do mentorships but i suppose what we are doing is just creating a kind of an ethos and a brand and a uh, that that trust for when we do need to you know maybe, maybe we do, will do a mentorship program in the future if ever we're mad enough to do so you know but 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 at least if we do we'll have that provenance already uh, of knowing what we're on about 
how we think we do anyway. Yeah, exactly. I think, and I think you do. And I think you found, you know, walk, those walk-arounds, those one-to-one conversations in front of us, for both of you just mentioned, I'm sure it's the same with you as, as well, Craig, you know, showing people your real life and, you know, your knowledge and the projects that you're working on. So I think that's your, I'm looking at this side of the screen. Ryan's got no idea that he's not on that side of the screen because I'm coming back to you, Ryan, by the way. Um, but you've got Anthony, you know, Paul and Craig who are kind of showing properties and, you know, literally, I've, I've heard of these stories about you crawling for windows, Paul, and stuff like that, and uh, just talking about the guts of, of, of property and stuff like that. So, and just being real and just being connected in that way. But, Ryan, I'm going to bring you back as well. What's working for you uh, at the moment? Because I know you're coming from a slightly different angle, so maybe we can learn some new things from that angle. Yeah, I was going to say, probably a lot of the stuff that I sort of do is probably covered in the whole social media channels thing, because that's what I mainly do at the moment. But I think one thing, two things that came to mind, the first thing was... Uh, probably similar to what really Paul was saying, but meeting up with other people, not people who would buy stuff from me, but other people who like make content also on investing in personal finance. So if you end up collabing with a person who also has thousands of followers, um, then collab posts on Instagram or TikTok actually do a lot better than me just posting something that I'd usually post. So I think like collabing or partnering up with other content creators and then posting that on social media often then gets more like reach more engagement gets the post out there more so more people see it and then the second thing which i've started doing more recently i know it's quite big on particularly twitter but it's affiliate marketing so quite a few people who have actually started their own like investing instagram accounts because of my essentially inspired them to start how they essentially do like affiliate marketing for me so they've essentially bought my products in the past and now they then promote them to their own followers um and then if they uh, obviously make a sale and then they get a kickback it hasn't really actually produced very many sales at the moment but it's one of the things where for the future if i keep growing more people like the products more people want to sort of sell my products for me that could be provide some fruits going forward in the future Starting to break up at the end there, at least at my end, Ryan. So um, I think it's some really good stuff that you came out there with the influencer collabs. I must get it right. Your influencer collabs and the affiliate marketing. Um, the, I just maybe, I think, well, I'm going to go around in a minute and ask for some top tips or maybe things to avoid, you know, from a marketing point of view. So you want to put your thinking cap on uh, for that. Um, I'll be back to you shortly. But maybe just on my side, I think this, what I think was beautiful about marketing is this you know the space for everyone any type of person to to kind of market if you wish in any kind of way and so what might work for you know craig or paul or ryan or anthony might not work for me and might not work for you listening so i think you can you just find your niche find your space find where you're comfortable so for example i'm a writer as well and um you know what what's worked for me for example is my writing so I've got a couple of books out there. There's one about to come, Boom, A Complete Guide to Property Finance is coming soon. And uh, it's, it's late. Fun. It's late. Yeah, it's late. But it's coming very, very soon. But, you know, the, the books, the first book was published in 2015. So it's six years old now. But I still get people responding to me from that book. Um, I've got 60, you know, YPN articles. I've got 400,000 downloads of podcasts over seven years. And it's a back catalogue. That's what I'm actually saying. So people can go and find that, and it's there. Um, it's a little bit different with the TikTok, right? Uh, TikTok's, it, 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 it's still there, but it's sort of in the moment, isn't it? Certain tweets definitely are. 
So I think, you know, the, so for me, it's like I write a lot, but there's less out there, but it stays there longer. So I think you can find your space. That's what I'm really trying to say. So I think that works for me. You know, uh, less is more. Uh, I, I can't maintain the consistency of pu- publishing uh, or posting several times a day. That, that's quite crazy for me. So I think find your space. And um, maybe I'll start off with my top tip then uh, to cue you guys up. So my top tip is really a book. Um, And I'll get it in there in case anybody else mentions it as well. But, you know, the book I'd recommend is a book called Known. And, oh gosh, I need to think of the author's name. I'll think of it before I wrap up. But it's called Known. And um, that talks about actually what I've just said. It's find your space uh, and do it your way. Some people, it's the Gary Vee method, set of 14 pieces of content a day. Thank you. It's Mark Schaefer. What's the middle initial? Mark W. Schaefer, is it? William Schaefer. Yeah. Mark W. Schaefer. Thanks, Ryan, for getting me the book. Um, And um, But there's there's other people who post, like, long-form blog posts once a month. So, and everything in between. Mark W. Schaefer is a book called Known. So it's, it's some really good case studies in that. There's my top tip. Anyway, over to you. What are your top tips in as before we close? Um, I guess, I mean, maybe why I prefer the in-person uh, kind of meetings. Uh, I guess it's uh, make your online brand consistent with what you are in real life so that people aren't disappointed when they meet you. <laughs> um I guess that's a big one for me. Uh, be authentic online uh, and and be yourself. You don't need to pretend to be someone else uh, in order to to, to gain followers. Um, yeah, I guess that's my biggest one anyway. It's a big one. Be yourself. So mine would be to challenge other people uh, on. Well, actually, to 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 tag other people like Craig and who've got tons of uh, followers. If you want to get more followers, but also to challenge. Uh, people like Ryan and say, well, actually, Ryan, maybe maybe um, you should post on the property thing, saying that you're interested in a property thing group in order to say that you're interested in getting into property and uh, what newbies can give you uh, tips into doing so and what strategies have worked for them. And you could tag us in and we'll we'll tag you in and help you out. And, uh, you know, maybe we could do a bit of an interview or something like that if you want. You know, you can ask me and Boise a load of questions or me, Boise and Craig and Richard, whatever. You know, we see a lot of them Facebook lives where people are interviewing each other across. So there's, there's, I think for you guys, there's certain points where with his following of the accounting side of of seeing this is a property investor, this is what they invest in, and you try different things, can't you? It's um, yeah. I think if Ryan was to come on site to one of these like walk rounds, I mean, if we just did a, you know, if we if we did a exclusive one and you could just ask us a load of stuff to do with how we've pulled the property to pieces and put it back together again and then that'll get your followers knowing that you're interested in property and therefore you know they might want to jump on with you and something you know it's just just a a case of putting that provenance out there isn't it that's a good idea actually that'd be a great collab pull there you go (laughs) your tip was the the collab idea i think from what i just picked up collaboration yeah, something like that would be quality. Like essentially go in, and I see people do that where they go on YouTube and they sort of speak to someone who's experienced, whether it's like their accountant or their solicitor, and start like almost what you were saying, quiz them as you're sort of walking around the property or sitting in the office asking them loads of beginner questions that I won't know the answer to, but you do. And then it's sort of, yeah, as you mentioned, my audience knows I'm interested in property. 
they know you're knowledgeable in property, so they'll then sort of follow both of us. Well, they can chuck a load of questions on as well while we're going around if it's alive, eh? And uh, can answer yeah. the questions. Yeah, I mean, so properties are pretty scary when uh, you know when you pull them to pieces and put them back together. So you kind of see them on the operating table. <laughs> so, what's your top tip then, Ryan? Uh, so mine, so I guess for me personally, because I'm younger and I'm not particularly wealthy, haven't got like a massive portfolio or like loads of properties or whatever. Um, it's really just about like being transparent and as sort of Anthony was saying, being authentic and just sort of sharing my story. So even years ago when I was only investing like a couple of hundred pounds a month, I would share what I was investing into, how much, and then sort of being transparent, honest and open with what I'm doing. Um, and I think that's essentially what's allowed me to then like build my following because people sort of trust because I'm sort of doing what I'm saying I'm doing and I'm not trying to sell them sort of like get rich, rich quick scheme or get rich quick course um so I'd say yeah sort of what we touched on really right at the start but being authentic being transparent and being honest so then people sort of follow you for you Craig what about you was here we, we didn't get your top tip did we yeah I mean it's it probably a mixture of everybody everybody said it's consistency and um don't expect it overnight it's um slow and steady is is, is what I find to be right. Just, just yeah, be you, consistent. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, guys. Well, um, it's been it's been a blast. Um, I think there's probably loads we could still talk about, but, you know, um, we want to sort of spare the listeners uh, uh, a little bit. So we'll, we'll sort of draw it to a close. Um, so Anthony, Paul, Craig and Ryan, thanks very much for joining me this week. Uh, this is going to be the last panel discussion uh, in this series it's probably the penultimate in the app whole series and I have to find out what's going to happen next but um, I guess I'm just going to do the wrap up uh, thanks very much for listening once again this week to the Property Voice podcast you can found, find the show notes over at the website thepropertyvoice.net if you'd like to connect with me and talk about anything from today's show or indeed be referred on to or have a collab with any of our panellists today you can email me, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net. And um, I will be putting in, by the way, social media uh, links to all of the panellists. So could you just make sure I've got them, guys, if uh, if I haven't already, just uh, share them with me. And we'll, we'll tag you in um, into those social media posts. And do you know what the best thing about that is? Don't just like it. Comment and share. Share the love. And uh, and that will um, that'll actually boost us all. So uh, there we go, just in, in passing. So thanks again. And until next time on the Property Voice podcast, it's Ciao Ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.